Welcome to the Stacking Slabs podcast. Join Brett to get the latest sports cards investment advice, hear from industry experts that are deep in the trenches, and find out when to turn left when the rest of the market is going right. Get eBay ready, get PayPal ready. Let's be students of the game and stack those slabs. What is up? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs, your hobby content alternative. I'm your host, Brett McGrath, B2B marketer, sport card collector, and investor, and professional wrestling fan. What is up? How you doing? When this episode goes live, we got the national baby. Man, there has been so much momentum, conversation, uh, content, uh, you name it around this event. It is going to be spectacular. I'm getting geared up. I can't wait. I am thinking even in the final hours, the final hours as we prepare, what should I be doing? I will tell you this right now. I got some cash in hand. I know cash is king. We heard cash is important from everybody leading up to this road. And so I got some cash. I'm ready to buy some cards. But now I'm getting kind of itchy. Do I have cards in my PC that I want to sell prior to hitting Chicago? Do I want to bring those cards? I'm debating that, and I think we're all debating that and having these thoughts and maybe a little bit of anxiety as it leads up to this road, but you know what? We all just need to take a deep breath. No matter what happens, we're going to have a damn good time, baby. So that's what we're doing. We're excited about the National. We're going to talk a little bit about that, of course, because it is the National Week on SSP, Stacking Slabs, your hobby content alternative. Before I do that, I want to get into just my life right now. It is wild. I am preparing for a new baby to come into the fold at Stacking Slabs HQ. I want to shout out to all you dads out there. You know you can relate to this, but my house is becoming a lot smaller. I sit and I work at my desk and I look out the window and it seems like every day I'm working, there's a FedEx guy, UPS guy, USPS guy, and everyone's bringing these big boxes. We even had a truck out in front of the house, this massive third-party truck. I got a text from a guy. He's like, hey, I'm dropping this thing off. Are you going to be home? And I'm like, I have no idea what this stuff even is. So I said, yeah, I'm home. Open the door, and I've got just this massive box that's invading my entire hallway that's going to be a baby dresser. This week, we got new carpets upstairs. So everything in the hobby room, everything was in the garage. Everything is in the bathroom. It is just mania over here, but the carpets look nice and my wife is happy, and that's really that all that is important. So there's a lot of things moving in my life. Work is busy. My home front is busy. Stacking slabs is happening. It's busy. Busy's good, but you know what? This week, it's an escape. It's an escape from this stuff, and that's how I treat sports cards, and that's how I treat these relationships. It's an opportunity to sit back, relax, kick it, drink it all in, and have a good time. So I am so fired up that we are finally here. The National is live. Things are going to be happening, and I, I'm just pumped. On the heels of the National coming into the fold, we also have the Olympic Games going on. I sat uh, with my wife last night, and we watched the uh, opening ceremony, and man, like, just countries and people and you watch it every four years and you know it's just one of those things that's like 
it's a spectacle and it's fun to see the different countries in their attire and um, hearing the backstories and then obviously uh, the U.S. team coming in. And I'll just say this, come on, like, come on, NBC. Like, I feel like we waited all this time. I sat there for three and a half hours with my wife. I had SmackDown on the iPad, but we were watching on the big screen. And finally, you know, they, they save them for the end. The U.S. is coming at the end. And I feel like I couldn't get any shots of the people I wanted to see. I didn't, all the all the stars and the basketball team is like, where, where I'll cut to them. I don't know. Um, just a small critique, but the Olympic Games are happening. I think that's one of those things we all as sports fans, we just keep that thing rolling all day. Just watch whatever. Um, I'm excited to watch the, the U.S. men's basketball. My expectations certainly aren't as through the roof as uh, they typically are. I think just, you know, you got to put a little, you got to be realistic a little bit and just coming. It seems like, you know, these guys have been playing nonstop for two years and then you have them jumping right over overseas to play in these games and to be competitive and have a target on their back. And the international um, squads are, they get better even every year. Before this, I was just looking through the rosters and it's just incredible. And I know they've got France in the first game and their roster stacked. So, expectations for me, I think, are a little bit lower than typical. But I will say, you know, you zoom out and you look, you got Kevin Durant, you got Damian Lillard, you got Devin Booker, and you you got a bunch of studs on that squad. Even if um, it's not fully loaded, I think the U.S., hopefully they represent us well and they get a dub. Shout out to all you international listeners out there. You Aussies, if you're excited for your your squad, I know you, you got some some uh some uh momentum there i know there's some just good teams all around the world so just want to shout out any of you international listeners it's not just about the u.s it's about the entire world let's go so let's jump into it i'm fired up national week i think three big things just out of the gates in my conversations on this podcast and outside of this podcast that i think are really, really important. And so if you're listening to this and you're, you know, in Chicago, in your hotel room, like you, you, I'm not telling you what to do, but this, this serves more as a reminder. It's a reminder for me. So I think like one of the most important things that we can all do while we're at the national is just make time for the people, make time for the people. You heard Ryan on the podcast last Friday talking about that being the thing that's most important to him and that he looks forward to. Shout out Card Collector 2. Um, that was fun, good conversation. If you haven't already, go back and listen to it, especially if you're going to the National. Ryan's got a decade plus of experience. And go check out Trade Night. We'll, tr- we'll plug Trade Night one more time at the National. Be there. Meet some people. It's going to be fun. And I think making time for people, we spend all of this time, energy, and effort on Instagram, on message boards, in groups, communicating back and forth and we build relationships we build really solid relationships with these people and you take a step back and you're like man i'm dming these people more than i am texting or messaging my real real life friends and that's cool and i think that's what that's cool about cardboard right it can bring you together because it bonds common interests passion nostalgia and it allows you to connect with people not only in the same country, but all over the world. And I love that about sports cards. So make sure you, you don't isolate yourself. Try to do whatever you can to grab a coffee, grab a beer, 
um, you know, go meet up with other people. You know, Chicago, there, there's a lot happening and there's a lot going on. So I think organizing your schedule and time to spend time with people that you message regularly is really, really important. Share in that hobby experience with the people that you appreciate. Number two, be respectful of dealers, okay? We want to be respectful of the people that we're trying to buy sports cards from. The more, the more questions and the more respect that you can offer to individuals who are on the other side of the table who are trying to sell cards to, um, you know, to better their lives, to, to get more money so that they can probably support their family and, you know, support their side hustle or support their full-time career. Like, be respectful. I think Kevin, the Captain 37, a veteran behind the other side of the table as a dealer, dropped a lot of good insights when he came on the show to talk about just his experience at the National. I think that's really important. I think it will all go, get, go and get a lot further if we come from a mindset that we aren't trying to game people. We're not trying to get the best price on people, although we might be, but we're trying to share in this holy matrimony of sports card mania. And I think the more we can be real people and one-to-one with the people on the other side of the table, I think the more good deals and the more connections that you will get. And I will add this to the mix. I will add this to the mix. Just because you can't make a deal with someone at the show doesn't mean you can't make a deal with them outside of the show. Remember, it's not just the event is, it's, it's not, it doesn't have to be just a, you know, five day or whatever, however many days it is thing. It can be a relationship. And I think that's really important. Get information, get Instagram handles. The more that you can gather information and make connections, that's what I'm looking to do. First and foremost, I'm looking to make connections with people, especially people who have cards or who operate in the lanes that I like to be in. Cause, cause, What's in their showcase might not be it. Or there might be more cards that are coming their way. And I want to be the guy when a card that I want is available and that dealer has it that they think of me and I'm top of mind. And before they put it up on eBay, they shoot me a message and ask if I'm interested. So be respectful of the dealers. And the last tip is just enjoy the moment. We so often focus on what happened or what is going to happen. I think this is a time where we just need to take a step back and try to just enjoy the moment. The more we can be in the moment at the show, the more fun we're going to have. And that is conversations with people. That is making deals. That is, you know, you name it. So I am guilty of it. I am someone who looks in the past. I look about what's going on. So my mindset and my focus going into the national this week is just enjoy the damn moment. Everybody and everything is right there at your disposal. I want to thank everyone for feedback on the long game episode. Speaking to the collector brings out a lot of energy in me. And I think the disclaimer last week wasn't meant to be exclusive. It wasn't meant to say, hey, just because you might not completely align with this philosophy doesn't mean that you shouldn't listen to Stacking Slabs. I think it was meant to let you know who I'm communicating with. I think so often things get turned and twisted, and I just want to be emphatic about this, that 
I'm talking about my journey and I am a collector and that's the bucket that I put myself in. So a lot of what I say is going to be directed at that group. Collectors are the foundation. Without people who are fans, fans of players, obsessive nostalgia, focus in on players, focus in on teams and collect and collect to hold. Not saying that an opportunity might not present itself down the road where there's a card in our PCs that you know we might sell in order to fund other cards. That happens. That's part of it. But at the end of the day, we, co- we buy to collect to appreciate. Without this, the sports card market and the hobby doesn't exist. And that's why collectors are the foundation. People who flip, they keep the market moving. We need people that have the mindset of getting cards in and out of people's collections. We see what the, card, the value of cards go for, this movement, and this is what we need. So there, there's a need for people that are buying cards, holding for a short period, and then selling, and then acquiring new cards, and just keeping that process rolling and keeping that activity. That's good for collectors. We need that. Uh, you know, you got, you got your investor crew, your investor bros, your investor crowd. You know, I think, obviously, the investor community has been uh, a group of peeps that um, rode some high highs, and then now there's some low lows. But I, I, really, I really view kind of, for me, people who are investing in the mainstream and mainstream cars, to me, that, that it serves as like a distraction. And if people, it's my opportunity to turn left when other people go right. You hear me say that a lot. But um, to me, as a collector and someone who hunts specific things, having people focusing their energy and have a light where everyone's flying towards the light, having that be a part of the mix, it helps me out. And I think it makes things a little less competitive at times. So again, might get a lot bad connotation, might get a bad rap, hashtag invest. There's a place for that in our hobby. I am more excited than ever about the cohesion ahead and a ton of that will be on display at the National. There will be different crews, Different types of people, different mentality, different mindset, all going on. You're going to see cameras. You're going to see the lights. You're going to see the action. You're going to see deals in lobbies. You're going to see people doing content. You're going to see it all. It's going to be on full freaking display. And if you take a step back and look at all that this activity, it's all a really good thing because it's bringing energy and attention into sports cards, baby. And I'm a fan of growth. I'm a fan of expansion. That's what I do for a living. I build something small and I try to make it grow into something big and bring in money, bring in revenue and create value for specific segments. That's what my mindset is with sports cards. So I might not agree with everything. It might not be all for me, but everything in some weird, twisted shape, form or way helps improve what we're doing with sports cards. One thing that I'm kind of sick of though, straight out is just this like hobby controversy. Like I am, I'm tired of the hobby controversy. I'm tired of the TMZ component to the hobby. It's a big, just spare me, just spare me. And I know some people love it and I know people love controversy, but for me, 
I talked about the wacky world of my life right now, and sports cards are an escape for me. And I don't want to be bothered by the noise on the escape. I want to be in my element, enjoying the fun, connecting with others, collecting cards, chasing cards, all of the above. The last thing I need is just a bunch of controversy and a bunch of people spinning up things in sewing circles. Kyle, shout out. Wax Museum Podcast had an awesome episode this week about the history of message boards and watchdogs in those message boards. Totally, like, love the episode. I told him, like, if if you didn't, if you ever want to feel like a nerd um, with sports cards, like, spend an hour just sitting in your chair while your wife's watching Girls on HBO and you're listening to a conversation about the history of message boards and sports cards, like... I was like nerding out. It was totally fun. Uh, uh, so much nostalgia. Uh, shout out for that episode. But there's been this history of like watchdogs who like, you know, make make, make their uh, make it known and look out for bad actors, which is good. And we need that in our hobby. Like we do. I, I like we do. And there's a place for that. I think the thing that kind of t- twists me up a little bit is that when like the hobby just becomes so obsessed with the mainstream, it's like, ugh. The mainstream, gross. It's like I wrote in the weekly rip this week about the 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 MJ card in that sale, and it's just like I just don't trust that card. I don't trust people behind it. I don't trust it. Like I'm sick of it. I don't I don't need to hear another person talk about the price of their Michael Jordan PSA 10 86 flare. Like spare me. Like I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm just tired of that card. Um, which sucks because it's an iconic card. Um, but, you know, reading people are just like, it's like reading the newspaper and posting about it. And everyone's a damn pricing expert. Everyone is. It's like, I get it, man. Can't we live in some harmony for a little bit? I know. I'm the kumbaya guy. I'm Mr. Positive. But I'm just saying, can't we live in some damn harmony for a little bit? Please. You know, what I love, I love the opportunity to be unique. I love watching other people curate their collections and telling stories, learning from others. It is amazing. The Instagram feed, what I love about Instagram is people who are just so passionate about that lane that they go down and they share their cards and they share their stories and they provide value. And it could be of someone who I absolutely have zero care about. But the fact that this person is so passionate about this this athlete and they buying their cards and sharing like that's the cool stuff like having a collection that's unique and not like everyone else is cool like that like I don't care how much the cards cost I don't care how much you spent on the cards the fact that you have a connection with them and you the fact that you have stories to share behind it that's what I'm attracted to I'm attracted to to unique people and unique accounts I get curious. I start asking questions. And when you ask questions, when people who are down this path of passion, you ask questions, you start learning about sets, parallels, cards, things that you did not even know exist. This is what gets me out of bed in the morning. This is what gets me out of bed every morning. When I zoom out and I look at what the national crowd, like I want to meet the people that are unique. I want to meet the people that are curating their collections like no other. That is what I'm about, and that's what I'm talking about. Put out there, there's so many ways to do it. Set builders, player collectors, insert fans, parallel peoples, team collectors. The list goes on. It doesn't matter how you do it, but 
find people who do it, do it like you. And it is awesome. I've met so many people who collect different ways and I love it. And it's so much fun, like I said, to learn from these individuals. And it's even more fun when I meet Colts collectors or I meet wrestling collectors and I get to share in that passion and learn. It's so much fun. And I know if you're out there listening, You've got your groups and your collect players and you're in group chats and stuff like lean into that heavily. The more you lean into that, the more obsessed you're going to be with the hobby because you're not doing it in isolation. You're connecting. And the best part about the hobby is the damn community. And I, I, I just emphatically want to say, like, find people who, who collect like you. Find people who collect like you and learn from them, you know. My mindset is, you know, spending time and giving yourself direction can be one of the most promising and rewarding things you can do in the sports card market. Like that is what I have done emphatically. Like if you looked at my page or you saw me out or you were, we were in a conversation, you would know that like my interests lie within, for the most part, at the highest level, collect Colts quarterbacks and I collect wrestling cards. Like, that is what my collection has evolved to. And I think meeting people who are in the similar lane of that is totally fun. And I have an absolute blast. And the thing is, it's like when you give yourself direction, you give yourself an opportunity to build your sports card brand. You organ- This is the marketer in me a little bit, but you organically connect with people who do what you do. And inbound activity comes your way. So, for instance, people know I'm a wrestling nerd. People know I love wrestling cards. When a rare wrestling card comes up, of uh, uh, someone that they people know I like, people send it my way. Or something that's not published, people send my way. There's outbound activity. I proactively reach out and connect with people who do what I do because I want to learn from them. And I also want to see if they have anything in their collection that's for sale that I may be interested in. The benefits of this is there's direct messages, relationships, information, and insight. Never forget about the importance of information in the hobby. The best part is that you get to focus and talk about shit that you care about, and it's a great way to get out of the mainstream hobby headlines. If you are looking to get out of the controversy, mainstream hobby headlines, block it out and spend time communicating and talking with people who collect like you. My operating principles, I put this in my story this week, are treat people well. If you're not treating people well, then you have absolutely no business or no place in the hobby. You get sniffed out and no one wants to work with you. Don't take any shit. I don't take any shit. I just don't. Like, this is supposed to be fun. We're supposed to be having a good time. If you're going to come on my page or you're going to come at me and be negative, I'm not going to take it. I'm not. I'm going to stand up for myself. I'm going to stand up for what I believe in. And I'm going to stand up for like the sanctity of the community that the sports card market and hobby has given us. So don't be a dick. Do the work. I'm so tired of people talking about things that they missed or didn't do or wish they saw or this and that. Like, just do the work. Like, get in it. Like, there is so much information at your disposal. There's platforms that, pa- that pass this information. Spend time in eBay. Spend time in Things like card ladder, spend time looking at pop reports, spend time and do it for you. Do it for you. Do the work. Think like an owner. Take ownership of your collection. Take ownership of everything that's going on in your life with sports cards and outside of sports cards. The more you think like an owner, the better results you are going to get. And at the end of the day, obsess over providing value. 
obsess over it. The more you provide value to your audience and the people you connect with, the more you are going to get on the back end. I cannot believe I've gone this far into the show and I have not talked about the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm going to give a big opa to Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks. Holy hell, what a performance. I put in the weekly rip. I described I'm a Giannis guy, been a Giannis guy. Do I have a massive Giannis collection? No, but I appreciate him and I appreciate his game. There are so many people that I connect with were haters. Giannis is a regular season guy. Uh, he's, you know, never do it. And it's just fun to see history. And it, in my history with Giannis, I put this in the weekly rip, is that he reminds me of Peyton Manning. Um, their trajectories, two MVPs before reaching the mountaintop moment. Um, I think those types of things are uh, things that stand out to me. He's a guy that's hard not to like. What does this mean about his sports cards? I think, you know, eventually, probably his liquid stuff, you know, it'll be a rocky road like they always are. Like when there's something that's high population, like it's just, it's going to have its ebbs and flows. And those aren't the cards that I want to hang out with. The cards that I want to hang out with are, you know, the cool, rare and scare stuff, right? That might be a little bit of outside my price range at this point, but those are the cards that I'm attracted to. And if you're holding those cards, you should have a level of security at this point because the high-end stuff is going to be protected. That layer of protection is in. Giannis is going down in the history books as an NBA champion. So shout out to everyone who collected Giannis through thick and thin. There's a there's a after that bounce to the buck or to the the heat in the bubble, man. Could be a lot of doubters if you stuck with them. Shout out people buy players who they truly love and don't necessarily rely on the championship. So like people buy players that they truly love. And if you're buying them because you're expecting championships, it's probably not a good direction. But if they do get a championship, it's like freaking icing on the cake or Tazaki sauce on your Euro. Maybe was that a better thing? I didn't, he, Giannis wasn't, Giannis has been Americanized. You see the chicken nuggets, man. You see the chicken nuggets, 50-piece for the 50-piece. Shout out Milwaukee Bucks fans. Shout out Giannis collectors. Shout out everyone deeply invested in that win. There's nothing better. I love watching teams like the Bucks win, who are the, were the best team in the NBA this year and were the team that wasn't necessarily the favorite. Good stuff all around. I'm getting excited for the draft. There's a lot of buzz around my Indiana Pacers and what's going to happen. I'm 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 glued in, baby. The NBA it's running full circles. Shout out again to Ryan Card Collector too. Appreciated that episode. That was a great conversation. I learned a ton. I'm gonna have my brother at McGrath Cards on the hobby hustle. I usually bring him on during significant moments. Last time he was on was around Christmas time. I think it was Christmas Day episode. This time, um, gonna be dropping that conversation the Friday of the National. I'm going with the to the National with him. We're going to just talk about the experience, what our expectations are, and what we're looking to accomplish. Got to talk a little pro wrestling. It is gearing up. Fans are back. There is so much going on. Roman Reigns, John Cena, Finn Balor got in the mix this week. You got rumors of CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, and AEW. I'm going to SummerSlam. I'm going to All Out. I'm not one of those guys that draws a division in between. Oh, I'm going to watch AEW. Or no, you're going to watch WWE. 
if you got to support all the wrestling, the more you support all the wrestling, the bigger it grows. These are people's, the more wrestling grows, the more opportunities there are for talent. Don't be so narrow minded. Don't come on my page and post, if I post a WWE card, post about how great AEW is. Like, I'm an AEW fan. I, I'm a fan of everything. Like, don't be a dick. Don't draw divisions. It has been so absurd, people drawing divisions between AEW and WWE. You don't have to like it all. Everyone likes different flavors, but support fucking pro wrestling drives me insane. And that's what I'm doing. I'm a supporter of pro wrestling. I'm having so much damn fun with wrestling cards right now. It's not about following the herd. It's about putting yourself in a position to stay in the damn hobby forever. It's taking what you learn in some markets and applying it to others. That is what I am doing. Man, there's so much opportunity with wrestling cards, and I just, I I love it. I I love it, and I've told other people who I'm close with in the hobby that I'm having more fun there than I I ever have. And I'll say it right here. If you're at the National and you got wrestling cards in your showcase, shoot me a DM, stacking slabs. Anybody in the wrestling card community, give me a shout. Let's go. This segment of the market is rising. It's awesome. I love being an advocate for it because people buy wrestling cards not to make a quick flip. People buy wrestling cards because it's a connection with nostalgia, and that's the foundation of collecting in the sports card market. Let's close it out right now. I think mindset for the national, nostalgia is a super force. The more you lean into it with your collecting, the stronger your grip gets. Flash in the pan, fan can be deadly. Protect yourself. Taking a jog down memory lane can be great. For the your hobby health, and that is what I'm going to be doing at the national. I'll be looking for nostalgia. I'm going to drink it in. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to let it wash over me. I'm going to connect with people. We're going to have a good time. This is going to be a very positive event. We're going to all have content stories. So much stuff to follow and share on the other side of this. But by God, let's do it. Let's have fun. And if you're not going to be at the national, enjoy it from afar. I appreciate all of you. I appreciate everyone who's spending some time with me every week. Stacking Slabs, your hobby content alternative. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. If you see me at the National, say what's up. Let's go. Let's go.